what's up everybody so today i want to welcome you to unravel with kanharama and this is a new chapter chapter three and for those who are joining us for the first time welcome 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 and we're very happy to have you so today to kickstart this new chapter we're going to talk about forgiveness so that will be the first verse of this um of this episode and this season so what best to do than to invite somebody who knows about forgiveness who's worked their life in forgiveness and to top it off they also have a podcast it's called the believer's mind by their name so this person is a beautiful when I say beautiful, that's just an understatement because, you know, sometimes language can be very limiting, but they're so beautiful in and out. And they've helped me in my journey with my spiritual walk in Christ. So drum roll. <laughs> so our guest today is none other than Ewa Ulua Akinwande. Hey Ewa! I, 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 I was waiting to talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't remember how you doing today. I'm good. I'm so, give you call, yeah. yeah? I'm blushing since it's an introduction. I'm like, <laughs> you're fine now. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk about forgiveness. Hmm. How do you feel about that already? Uh, that topic is a topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually a very big topic. Like people actually struggle with it. And I struggled with it and I'm still learning about it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my first question to you is what is forgiveness and why is it important in our lives? Mm. What is forgiveness? Um, personally, for me, forgiveness is letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's putting it in God, like just telling God, like, help me forgive this person. Help mm-hmm. me reconcile with myself and be able to, like, even when I see this person, I won't just be filled with resentment. Um, even for somebody and also for yourself so yeah so letting go and um, yeah that's really deep like asking God because mostly people try to do it with themselves Mm -hmm. so like adding God because even God said forgive your neighbor so that so that we may be forgiven as well right so it's not about a choice because we sin every day so we need forgiveness so it's a, it's a necessity to forgive others for me my definition of forgiveness is like dividing the word mm-hmm. into two for and give so that's giving somebody grace beforehand mm-hmm. and no, it's no more like before they offend us but before they realize that they even offended us because mm-hmm. some people they'll not notice until you tell them or their pride will make them blind to the fact that they've offended you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So forgiving them is like giving them that grace, like you said, not be resentful of them, and it being that kind person towards them. 
even before they realized that what they did to you was not good yeah not everybody realized that like even yeah. looking for like forgiveness is when you don't even find closure in what people do to you like most time when we don't even forgive and when unforgiveness comes and it's when we're looking for the person to like maybe apologize in the way we want mm. like I've always wanted them to like they say sorry but that story does not feel enough it's like they're not saying the story the way I wanted to say the story so yes personally forgiveness is when even though they don't say sorry like I'm like it's okay just just <laughs> you know yeah. it takes the wheel and it makes it easy on you yourself because it's like you're not even expecting like that expectation mm-hmm. on leads to unforgiveness leads to bitterness and all the other stuff yeah and like what you're saying is true i feel like anything emotional is like a muscle like you have to build it Mm -hmm. right you have to train it Mm -hmm. like for me forgiveness has become easy it wasn't easy at first it's never easy it's never easy especially when you feel like this person owes you Mm -hmm. all remorse you know like feel bad for what they did to you like they feel as bad as how they made you feel Mm -hmm. what they did Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. and with these prideful people nowadays (laughs) you're not gonna get it people don't feel as bad as how they do they be like oh sorry like is this sorry, uh, sorry you want? Or some people be like, ah, is this sorry you want? Okay, take your sorry. And like, you know, ah, that's painful. <laughs> that's painful. That makes even like, it's like adding salt to a wound. Mm-hmm. So like that expectation on its own leads to like a lot of bitterness and everything. So mm-hmm. it's, it's important to understand that human beings will always offend us. Even the Bible says that people, you always be offended. Mm-hmm. So if you have the understanding that even as friends, you always offend me, I will offend you. So that understanding makes it easy to even forgive that, yeah, you offended me, but it's okay. As far as the person does not do it again, or if the person even, like, does it again, you can give the person space. Like, you can forgive and also, like, let go of some people. Yes, that will bring to my next question. What are the benefits of forgiveness? <laughs> um, like I said, firstly, like... There's peace of mind. Personally, mm-hmm. for me, I had peace of mind. I lived life like you know. I say you you only live once. Just living life like, like intentionally. Like, like mm-hmm. Life is life. It's short. It's simple. If I die today now, they forgive. I forgive. Like it's just going to be on my heart. Like me, I'm doing going to carry to Spain. Not the person that offended me. Yes. That peace is there. That joy is there. That comfort is there. When I see the person now, even though I remember what the person did to me, that letting go, like, I, I will never forget it for sure. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's part of my memory. But when mm-hmm. I see the person, I may not be angry. That's when I know mm-hmm. I forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. I will not be sad. I will remember it and I'll be like, and I'll still give my space, but when I see the person, I can talk to the person easily, freely. Mm, like when, for me, when I forgive somebody, when I see them, mm-hmm. I have so much love for them and I hate myself for it <laughs> sometimes because I'm just like, am I weak? Mm, yeah. But like today when I was preparing this podcast, I was like even asking myself that question, am I weak? Like for always forgiving. I'm like a child. Like if you offend me, next minute you can come and ask me for Milko. I'll make sure I serve you you in the best way that you don't feel like you've offended me. I don't want you to even feel that remorse anymore. 
But it's good because you even said something just now. Like you're not weak, but it's a childlike mind. And that's what Jesus wants from us as Christians. Exactly. So when, when a child offends a child, they will fight to, or something. But when they see each other the next day, they're like, ah. Are you the guys the one that just did all these things? Mm-hmm. As adults, because of our mind, like we actually like have a lot of hurt and burden. But God yes. wants to act like children, you know, in the way we talk about him, the way we love him, in the way we act. Because mm-hmm. the children's behavior, like the way they do things about life, it's so simple. Yes, and like what you say, like Christ. Mm-hmm. Like look at it this way: we offend God because we sin, and for those who are listening, I want you to look at the definition of sinning as missing the point and not like the detrimental thing that we always think about. Because sometimes when we think about us sinning, we find it hard to go to ask God for forgiveness because like, oh my God, I sinned, I sinned, you know, sinned the results to death, right? But sinning is like missing the point. Instead of saying one plus one is two, you say it's three. You got the answer wrong. But can you learn and get it to a two? Mm-hmm. Right? And God is always forgiving. Yeah. He's, a, he's known as a forgiving God, but does that make him weak? No, he can part the Red Sea. He can make the sun stand still for God knows how long, like he did for Joshua. But on top of that, he's a forgiving being. Mm-hmm. And that's where his supremacy comes from because the devil doesn't know forgiveness. No. You know? The devil uses it against us. Yes. Yes. Hmm. That's a good revelation. <laughs> so, like your podcast. Okay, so people, I'm asking you, if you haven't listened to The Believer's Mind by Ewaulua, please go and listen to it. Some, some episodes I'm featured in, and that's not why I want you to listen to it, but mainly because of the following question. She usually talks about the intersection between faith and mental health. Mm-hmm. And as people that have struggled with mental health, like difficulties in the past, me included, or... or or who are still going through the journey yeah. of healing mental, like from the mental difficulties we face. So yeah, go and listen to her podcast and I'll, I'll put the link in the description. So please go like comment, like, and subscribe. Yes, <laughs> so like, I want us to talk about how forgiveness impacts our mental health. So let's discuss about the connection between forgiveness and mental well-being. And can forgiving others lead to reduced stress, anxiety, and depression? Mm, A good question. (laughs) A very good one. (laughs) I think I personally, because I actually struggled with forgiveness, Mm -hmm. because I was actually hurt a lot in the past, and... Even to now, people actually still offend me and everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I was dealing with anxiety. I, mm-hmm. I actually dealt with a little bit of depression because of even this country self will make you, you know, go through some depressed. Things. Yeah. But I feel like I can speak more on anxiety um, and mental well-being. I feel like, well, yes, if you forgive and if you have the like forgiveness and everything, it will help with your mental well-being. The same way, like relating to the question you asked before on um, the mm-hmm. importance of forgiveness, it actually intersects with like importance of forgiveness and our mental well-being and faith. So, um, yeah, you have peace of mind, like that mm-hmm. inner peace of. Sincerely, peace of mind is something that 
it will really, really get like no matter what is going on with you, and no matter what the person is even doing, and if you just let go, it's it's so sweet. I can't even explain that so much. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really sweet. Um, I'll forgive myself with your mental health and everything. Um, also, like you won't be so like that anxiety of a thing always being worried, nervous, and every other thing. Like it's overwhelming itself. So just mm-hmm. letting go, like and I said before, like my my introduction, my um, definition of forgiveness, putting it in God, like trusting God to mm-hmm. help you forgive that person and everything. Like I always say, prayer, God, please help me forgive this person. Help mm-hmm. me go help me like this person offended me so I don't want to forgive the person but mm-hmm. it's so much for me to be here. like help me forgive mm-hmm. the person I was having sleepless nights because I was oh. always dreaming about like the person and the person that offended me mm-hmm. and everything and one day because I was like I forgive like, I told the person like, I forgive you but actually really did not forgive I just mm-hmm. suppressed it right mm-hmm. so Trying to force yourself into believing that yeah. you've forgiven them. Yeah. Is it forgiveness you want or yeah, take? Take it like okay, just I forgive you, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But you yourself, you know when you forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. The person may you say the person can you can tell the person I forgive, but the person is like, okay, thank you. But you yourself, you're the one going to deal with that forgiveness of a thing, not the other person. So mm-hmm. when I was struggling with that thing, I just woke up that night and I'm like, God, this is so hard. But yeah. I forgive you. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. crying out. I was saying I forgive you, and I was like, okay, yeah. And I just yeah. felt that ease when I forgive the person. So it helped me actually heal because mm-hmm. that thing was actually a lot, and helped my healing process because mm-hmm. I forgive the person, and I also had to forgive myself for allowing the person to hurt me because mm-hmm. I was struggling with that. Like how would I would allow you to like do, do this, this to me? Or was mm-hmm. I that naive? Or was I that ignorant to like? let that happen but mm-hmm. I had to like let myself know that it was a learning process like mm-hmm. I learned this I had to set my boundaries so with that he had to like with those process and I also went for therapy so and with God with therapy and everything so it made it so the navigation was more easy to go mm-hmm. yeah and just a vulnerable moment um I come from a single mother household mm-hmm. and it's yes my dad left but he didn't leave you know like mm-hmm. you know those people that leave they go but their shadow is still there yeah and this man did more damage than good for mm-hmm. somebody called a father figure and you know for a daughter your father is your first love right mm-hmm. and my mom tells me like incidents when i was small when i started talking i used to hug my dad obviously his head because i was tiny <laughs> i would hug him and i would tell him um things like uh daddy i love you kiss and he would cry right and he was like, why does this child love me so much? Mm. Right? And that brings us to the fact that as beings were created from a place of love. Mm-hmm. And that's what we exude. That's why we're creating God's image and likeness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this man did me really dirty. Like to the point I used to ask myself, if this man hated me this much, right? Why give birth to me to make me go through the things that he made me go through? And that made me this really depressed and anxious. Mm-hmm. to the point that I have to medicate right mm-hmm. 
because it's for those who struggle with depression yo it's hard to even wake up let alone brush your teeth and get ready for the day right Mm -hmm. so with that said I really struggled forgiving this person. I used to even pray for his death. I used to pray that this man should die because like the pain was too much. The pain was really too much because I didn't, I didn't feel the love, neither did I feel um, secured or safe around him or the lack of his presence thereof because mm-hmm. I still felt his presence, right? Yeah. So then one time I asked God, I prayed. I said, mm. God, my will is that this man will just come off for this earth. Make I breathe. Ah. It's this is truth. You know, like if I was to tell what this man did to me, hmm. you would understand like the reason to why I would want this man to die. I just felt hmm. like his death will bring me peace. Hmm. His hmm. death will bring me liberty. Hmm. You know? Hmm. And the fact that he never showed remorse, the more I wanted him to his for his demi- like demise to happen, right? And the fact he even felt entitled mm-hmm. to do the things that he did. You're my child, so, you know? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I'm your child, but I'm a human being. You know? Mm-hmm. So then, I asked God to, like, help me forgive this man. Like, teach me to forgive this man. Because I'd even blocked him from my life. And one day... I reached out to his brother, my uncle, and um, I asked for my father's number, Mm -hmm. and I talked to him. And I don't know how. I really don't know. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, I just want to, like, take his hand and smack. Ah, Like, like, how dare you speak on my behalf? I just blurted, Papa, I forgive you. (laughs) And, uh, And this man, this man was like, eh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, but do you know that you hurt me ever since mm. I was three? Mm. I'm in my 20s. Mm. You know? Mm. So for like, you know, over 17 years. Like, it's not like your wound even gets time to heal. You are jabbed every time, jabbed every time, jabbed every time. The wound gets deeper and deeper. That even when people used to say, oh, Kanrama Omosale, you know, like that's my dad's name, Mm -hmm. Sale. Mm -hmm. I would cry. It was that triggering. I didn't want to anything that would identify me with this man. Mm. You know? And I'll correct people, no, Omo Maria, because that's my mom's name. <laughs> and um, I told him, I forgive you. And you could see the pride in his eyes. Like the Holy Spirit was just telling me, just take a look at him and look with grace. Let, let, don't, you know, like sometimes you even forgive people to show them I'm better than you. That is not forgiveness. That's pride. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And that's one thing I thank the Holy Spirit for. Like I would give him a candy, like for being a very good Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> I swear God has suffered in my hands. Eh? So like, I was like, thank you for that. Like, I was like, so show me not be prideful or not to be like hoity-toity in spirit with this person. And I just saw the pride in his eyes and I tried to reach out from a place of humility. I say, I actually asked him again, Baba, do you know the things you did to me? And he said, yes. I said, do you actually know? The way he was saying yes, you know, like the way you tell a kid, you know, you're beautiful and they say, yes. Ah, I was just like, this man, you're not serious. (laughs) And it's not everything that I expected but everything that I needed mm-hmm. you know it wasn't I was expecting yes my child I know I did XYZ yeah. to you and I'm very sorry no this guy said yes I'm away uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then um, I told him about how it affected my mental health that I had mm-hmm. to be medicating for the depression, the anxiety that these things caused me. Mm-hmm. And now is when you saw that he could realize the harm he actually did. Yeah, when you expect. You know? yeah. And like, he started confessing things he actually did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you, Mr. Man, you actually, when you're saying yes, you are not joking. You knew. Yeah, I know. Ah. Well, I just, I just feel sorry. I, I also ask God, let me not be in that shoe that I offend somebody yeah. and be proud. Let me have the humility because yeah. pride eats you up. Mm-hmm. I've had pro- moments where I've been prideful and it's eaten me up, right? Yeah. And I've had to ask for forgiveness and I would go back to the person and they say, um, you know that thing earlier? Yes, I'm actually sorry. And I'll even go next day and say, thank you for actually calling me out for this. Because yeah. I realize it's not mostly about them, but also for my growth. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. So, with forgiveness, then I felt it's not like a one thing you just feel you are released. It's a gradual process. Oh, yes. It's a gradual process. Exactly. Like, for those listening and you feel like forgiveness, yes, if it's something small, you'll feel instant relief. Oh, no. But for something that has been going on for ages, or not even ages, but something that has given you a capital T trauma, because a small T trauma, and it's capital T trauma, mm. that one that you combine everything in the alphabet and just bring capital T for <laughs> you. Yes, so that, that really affects you really badly. Not to say that the small T are not bad, they're actually the deadliest because they go unnoticed and they pile up. Yes. So then gradually I started looking forward to talking to this man. I say, ah, Kanama, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You are dancing in the devil's den? Are you okay? (laughs) Are you joking? Are you joking with yourself? Isn't your life precious to you? But then, like, I, you know, like, as you say, you had sleepless, uh, sleepless nights. I mm-hmm. did too. Like, I had to be on sleeping medication, mm-hmm. not melatonin, no. Like, 
home sleeping medication like not like prescribed Mm -hmm. ones like for people with mental health issues and I was just like wow and testimony time side note side note it's been two weeks I haven't been taking my sleeping medication and I've been sleeping like this not tomorrow like waking up waking up to do my devotion today at five was so hard and I do it with this person and she's such an amazing human being if you're listening to me she's so precious yeah and Omo I woke up at 5.30 instead of 5 like those 30 minutes like I didn't know what like I didn't know like I was deep in sleep and just for context purposes yo without my sleeping pills I could not sleep I'll be closing my eyes yes but I can hear every conversation I can hear even the slightest sound I'm just closing my eyes and tossing and turning in bed for you. Yeah, and when I wake up, my head is like a metal. My goodness, it's heavy, eh? Hey. Even I say my neck is strong because <laughs> my head feels like I'm carrying the whole world on my shoulders. Oh, and, oh. and yeah, like, I've been in a good place. And yeah, even my depression medication, I'm now getting on lower doses. And like, it's just like yeah. the power of forgiveness. And I hope this testimony, if you know me and know how I struggled with mental health, I'm talking it in past tense because I'm believing for full healing. That's a spirit girl. I love yes. that. Yes. And, and yeah. Yeah. It, I'm in a better place. Like, Powerful forgiveness. Yeah, powerful forgiveness. Let me tell you, not forgiving somebody is like eating poison and expecting the other person to die. You will it's, die. Yeah, it hurts you. Yes. Like, yeah, like I was just thinking, but I'm, I'm. Thank you so much for even sharing your experience. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, being vulnerable. Like, yeah, thank you. Because when you were talking about um forgiveness, like it's not easy. And I was like, how long did it even take me to forgive this person? And I was like. It took like almost two years for for me to actually like let mm-hmm. me go. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's gradual process. It's slow, but when you do it, it's that peace. I don't know what I'm wasting, but that peace of it's mind. Peaceful. That is, this person is no longer haunting you. Yeah, because it feels like the person is haunt. Like you see the person in dreams. You see the person in place. It's so. It's so Places weird. trigger you. Smells trigger you. Like PTSD. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's even this guy I was talking to, and it didn't work out. Every time I I smell someone like him, I'll just my heart will just jump into fear. I'm just like, whoa, is this person around? To the point I just went to my knees. I say, God, please. <laughs> Let me forgive this person. And I was so happy because the other day I was going to school and I saw them and I waved at them and I was like, hey, God, what can you not do? It does yeah. not exist. Yeah. Like to the point that if this person was to come from to me for help or for anything, I am more than willing to help them. Mm-hmm. And I'm more than willing not to look at them as what they did to me. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. one thing of forgiving the person and also letting go that perspective that that person because like we all change yeah 
because you don't know when somebody touches the life of the person because mm-hmm. like I've prayed for this person I've also prayed for my father mm-hmm. and one time I prayed for my father in front of him and he was like oh my god that's a powerful prayer mm-hmm. I even asked him to like give like his life to Christ only God knows whether his prayer actually meant something to him or not mm-hmm. but I know I did my part yeah and it came from a place of love and not a place for of self-righteousness mm-hmm. and that's one thing i keep praying to god about let me not be self-righteous because yeah. self-righteousness we are righteous because we are made in right standing by god mm-hmm. with god for god not because you make yourself in right standing with god mm-hmm. no we are righteous because of his grace yeah and for for those who don't understand grace, grace is unmerited, undeserved, not worked for gift. Mm-hmm. Right? It's given to you. It's a gift to you. It's not about something you can do or no. not do. It's about who God is in your life. It's God, grace. Yeah. So yeah, like forgiveness, once you like meditate on and have the revelation of forgiving person. It's not like you go for bounty hunting for who will offend you so you can forgive them. But it's more about you are, you are, it's like, yes. You're like Oprah, everybody gets one, you know? (laughs) Like, it's a beautiful thing. And trust me, releasing that person makes them even closer to God because they know that maybe they didn't show remorse, right? Mm-hmm. Nor did they own up their mistakes that they did to you. So them receiving that forgiveness and that grace makes mm-hmm. them look within themselves, makes them repentful. Yeah, but not everybody sometimes, but you should just do your part sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like me, also, what also helped me was, because I'm actually just reflecting, mm-hmm. and I realized that when I became closer to God, studying the word, there was this, like some passages, I'll share some passages, like, um, I'm reading one now, it's Matthew 18, 21 to 22. And when Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, he says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And I'm in a day, so like, if somebody offended me, they 77 times, like, forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive. And I'm like, ah, should I just be forgiving, 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 forgiving? But I feel like Jesus Christ understands the importance of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, forgiving, forgiving, because people will always hurt you. People will always offend you. People will always do it. So as far as they are doing to just keep on forgiving. Just let him go. Because that's when you can even talk to God easily. Like your others are boring your heart. It doesn't even make it easy for you to just have a good relationship with your father. Yes. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, another passage I wanted to read was um, Matthew mm-hmm. 6, 14. Matthew 6? Matthew 6, 14 to 15. It's okay. the Amplified Version. I like that. I like the way Amplified Version puts it. It said, For if you forgive others their trespasses, mm-hmm. their recklessness and willful sin, mm-hmm. your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, 
nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your father will not forgive your trespasses. Bam. So this goes to what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Forgiving. Remember, let's like have this illustration. You have some. You have something in your hand. One hand that's supposed to receive. The other one is at the back because it does something else. Okay. For the purpose of this thing, like forgiving, the main root word is giving. Mm-hmm. So for God to forgive you, to give you ahead of time, you too have to give something ahead of time because if you're holding on and your fist is closed, where is God going to put where he's going to, what he's <laughs> going to give you? Do you get? Let mm-hmm. that sink in. Like take this moment, even if it's to pause and just ask God for the revelation of what I just said. Because me telling you is just having information, right? But having the revelation of what I just said is what that makes the difference in your life. Yeah. God cannot give you where you don't have space for him to put what he has to give you. You have to give what you have in your hand first away to the person that needs it for you to receive what you need. So basically not forgiving a person is emotional suicide. Really? Because, yeah, because speaking of what you, your illustration, it reminds me of a par- parable in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the scripture per se, but it's like, a, like somebody giving, a rich man giving giving a servant, no, I think the rich man, um, so, so, so the, okay, I think a servant or a man, maybe a normal person was owing mm-hmm. a rich man a thousand dollars. And the rich man forgave that man and let mm-hmm. the money go. Mm-hmm. But that man did not forgive his servant per se for ten dollars. So the rich man took the money from the man. So it's like, like, so everybody offends. Like I feel like we all offend each other. Like me, that is not talking. I've offended somebody already. Yes, you've offended me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry of this Are you forgiven? Oh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like if you realize that we all offend, like mm-hmm. we are not perfect. We are always going to offend people. People are always going to offend us. Some offense are bigger. Some offense, there's never offense at that because even the one you think that is small to you, it's big, it's big to someone else. Yes. So we all offend each other. And sin is sin. Like there's no big one or small one. See where there's mm-hmm. small offense, like mm-hmm. offense. And it's also good as humans to realize that when we hurt somebody, we mm-hmm. try to sincerely apologize. It's not an excuse that the person should just because they should forgive. They should just forgive. you yourself. You should ask, like, please forgive me. Like, just just be human. Like, just be a normal person, like, that God created. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's hard for people to just to just realize their mistake. Pride. Not for it. Mm-hmm. Pride is very blinding. And self-victimization. People don't understand this, but when you see yourself as a victim, not to say that, be, you know, there's one thing being a survivor of something and being a victim of something. Mm-hmm. I survived what my dad did to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a victim of what he did to me. Okay. Because if I was a victim of what he did to me, I'll just be sitting there. You know what my dad did? Yeah. Oh, feel sorry for me. Oh, yeah. My neighbors, oh, yeah. Come on, feel sorry for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 
that's crippling yourself. Yeah, that's and self victimization is pride in disguise. Mm. Mm. Because why should I forgive this person if this person doesn't crawl to me for forgiveness? But that's another revelation how to see forgiveness because mm-hmm. same year before I was like, this person actually hurt me. The person was even praying with me after the person offended me. Like I told the person or the person to my person was like, let us pray. Hey, God of mercy. This is TLR right now. She's hey. So sometimes when you remember their actions, it's like, yes, this person actually needs to beg for forgiveness. But I still want to get the fact that we actually need to forgive because if I don't forgive that person, I'm the one taking the poison in. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to think about yourself. Like you have to actually like help yourself by forgiving mm-hmm. the person, which is a difficult thing to do. Yes. A very, very annoying thing that I you need to accept that forgiveness mm-hmm. is not for the other person. It's for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like when somebody does something to you like if thank God, but look me. <laughs> And you should never expect too much. Lately, I don't expect too much from people. Like, if somebody does something, I'm like, it's okay, why are you my man? <laughs> it's okay, it's all right. Thank yeah. God, thank God. I've learned, my, I've learned from it. You see that I give the person space. It depends on what the person actually did to me mm-hmm. or how it is, like the situation of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I set my boundaries so high, like, with mm-hmm. the person, like, giving the person space. Or at that time, we build our friendship again or those kind mm-hmm. of things. So that expectation is bad. It's I feel like that you need to find a balance on how you can handle forgiveness and what approach fits you better as yeah. And lastly, this Bible verse is coming into my spirit. There's this Bible verse that talks about that we we receive more by giving, not by receiving. No. Yes. So the more you give is actually the more you receive. Mm-hmm. So forgiving, mm-hmm. when you're forgiving people up and down, you are receiving mostly your dignity back. People don't look at it that way. Say, if I, if I forgive this person, they, they, it'd be like, say, Mumu, they return on my head. No. Yeah, we all, we all think like that. They may act as if you are Mumu, but them themselves, they know. If they are to face what they just put you through, they will not be able to forgive you. So they commend you for that, but their pride does not allow them to show you. Yeah. You restore your self-worth. Mm-hmm. Because you no longer see yourself as a victim. Yeah. Because let's just break down even the word victim. Like, what what comes to mind when you think of victim? Um, someone who is... Um... How do I put it? Oppressed. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like as and like you were like enslaved to something. Yeah, like you, you don't you don't you're walking under the shadow of something, like you always mm-hmm. victimized. <laughs> no, and that's so, fair. And that's fair. Yeah, like it's it's not easy like that victim of it then i feel like we all have to go through that process before we can be a survivor no what you're saying is true yeah. I, I like hands down <laughs> me too before uh, i felt like a victim but like i read this book called um 
a new earth mm-hmm. by Eckhart Tolle and he talks about ego and ego is a false sense of self and when people think about ego they think about pride mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily pride only mm-hmm. it can be egotistic in the sense that you feel like somebody owes you mm-hmm. your life and that's where victim comes from mm-hmm. right like in this no not owes you your life per se but yeah the reason to why you're where you are right now or that the reason to why your circumstance is the way it is right now. Yeah. Right? So, and a victim, in that sense, the way he put it is um, you you sharing what happened to you from a victim, my standpoint, you get the reaction from people that you are looking for and that justifies the reason to why you're staying in the position that you've put yourself in. So if I tell you, okay, like a survivor talks about it, even like a survivor and a victim, they have the same situation. The way they express it is different. One comes as a victor, Mm -hmm. right? The other one comes as a person that will always be in that shoe, unless this person that put them in that, in, in that, for lack of better words, the person that actually put them in that position comes and takes them out. Yeah, like, like what we're saying before, like a survivor is like talking when they are saying it, they let, like, they remember their experience, but their reaction is not maybe crying, sobbing, mm-hmm. or, like, they talk from a strong perspective. Yeah, but you can still share your story and cry. No, no, like when I'm saying crying, some people, there's a difference between when you remember something that hurts you and mm. personally, like even though it's, I remember it, I'm not as pain. Like when I'm saying crying, like I'm talking about something for the first time when it happened. Maybe I was victimized of something, right? Mm-hmm. And I was a victim of like, I don't know, but the person did something to me, and that was the first time of me sharing it. I'm still a bit like I've not really healed from it. I talked about it and everything, and something I cried. Like I'm still hurt from that thing so so bad. But mm-hmm. as a survivor, I share it, even though like it hurts me. I will not over. I will not think about it so much or dwell on that situation for a long time. I may mm-hmm. shed some tears, but it will not be as bad as when I was a victim. Like I understand as that. I see it. I understand that, but for that's me, when I from. yeah, that's when I I'm say like, victim, for me, when I say victim, it's more like this person is looking for a certain reaction to justify staying where they are. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. some people actually do that. Like it's so it it's, justifies their unforgiveness, you know. Yeah. Like to be a survivor, you have to be so like it's not about I can actually leave that place. Mm-hmm. Like you if you survive your mind, it's you are strong. Like it's a strength on its own. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy. Like it's so it's it's a muscle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult to forgive even mm-hmm. though you say it's so easy like the bible says this but like it's it's difficult to accept the fact that you have been hurt and you have to let it go letting go is a difficult thing 
Mm, yes, you feel like if I let go, then this person feels like they, they had the right to do what they did to me. Yeah, I mean, I was always praying to God to avenge for me. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like Christians, and like Christians say, oh, God, you state that my enemies are your enemies. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Take Angel Michael, strike this person for me. You know? Take vengeance. Vengeance is of the Lord. Lord, fight. Hallelujah. But, but like, you know, talking about that, I was listening to his sermon, and mm-hmm. the person was like, you know, the person that offended you, if the person gives their life to Christ, mm-hmm. the person will be forgiven by God, and God will not do all those things you are praying to him for, all those mm-hmm. things. His generation. God may mm-hmm. not do all those things. You see, the person may even be the richest or something in the world. And you yeah, yeah, this thing. So mm-hmm. I have to pause it and I'm like, no way. <laughs> There's no way that in No God, way. Am I change your mind? Everything, after everything this person did to me, after mm-hmm. I'm really struggling for how many years, and this person, God's just going to forget. Like, I was even struggling with God forgiving somebody. <laughs> yes, like, God, didn't you see what they put me through? Like, I you're going ahead and forgiving them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Show you the one I Acceptance on its own is forgiving. Like, since that acceptance of forgiveness, it's a mm-hmm. power of forgiveness on its own, it's a strength on its own. Mm-hmm. And not everybody has that strength. Mm-hmm. So, you even talking about this, your fact, like, it's not God that would do that. So, like, it's yeah. a strength on its own. Uh, yeah, not not to not to not to toot my horn, but I was holding back some tears. Cause like, no, no, yeah, 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 like tears is not bad, crying is not bad. But when I was talking about tears, it's like what you're trying to actually see. Like some people, they just want that reaction of like, oh yeah, like I'm so sorry, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like me too. I was actually like when the person fell, it was a period that I was hearing good things about the person. I'm like, no way. If I could go on Instagram day that day and just go and destroy that person's career, <laughs> I would have done that. Mm. <laughs> so, like, it's so hard. Like, boy, mm. it's a difficult thing. But at the end of the day, when you do it, you yourself will be so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, it leads to this happiness, like, as if you're a child. Like, I'm telling you. Yeah. And like you you are lighter. Yeah. You're lighter. Not to say this like weight control regime, but you feel lighter. Yeah. You you feel peaceful. Mm-hmm. Voice isn't peaceful, but like sincerely that was something I feel like that was something I was actually looking for. Mm-hmm. And yourself what you feel you feel you again, you know, that, yes. that the person hurts you, that good side of you, that happy you. Mm-hmm. That vibe again. You just feel vibrant, you feel happy. When people see they're like, ah, uh-uh, is this you? Like that depression mm-hmm. just anxiety. Mm-hmm. It, it, it may not go away, go away. You may still have those feelings sometimes, but mm-hmm. but you not look like what you are going through. Yeah, you just you just you no, know, you wake up in the morning, you drink a cup of coffee, you smile, you talk to your maker, you know, you vibe. God. You know, like like people who may be listening to this, they may not know I struggle with clinical depression. Mm-hmm. I don't look like it. It didn't look like I didn't even know you were going through stuff. I'm always telling you all the time, like it didn't look like what we what you are going through. Well, yeah, and that's the grace of God, right? The ointment that He puts upon us. Like He didn't say you will not go through the fire, but He, he said you will not smell that the, like the smoke of the fire. Yeah. Neither will you look, will your clothes burn. 
you look as new as a fresh, but doesn't mean you're not in fire. Chodrak Meshak and baby go. There you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I really thank God for that. I really thank God for that because like forgiving is also feeding your soul the good things and god said we are more than conquerors it's not we are more than victims in what we are going through no we are conquerors doesn't mean we're not going to go through what we're going through but we will conquer and conquering doesn't mean sometimes when you conquer something it doesn't feel like you've conquered it because the devil wants you to believe otherwise because he he maximizes on you feeling like a victim mm-hmm. yeah definitely does not have sense <laughs> It does not though. Yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> and it's the devil just used that to always just and it oppresses you. It's so mm-hmm. funny how unforgiveness doesn't even affect the other person. It affects you, the victim, the survivor, like you know, this person that just went through it, the it doesn't even affect the other person. Because the other person is just living life. You see the person laughing, joking, they're like, ah. Are you the one that offended me just now? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's to show that your life is in your hands and God's hands. Mm-hmm. And that this this person has no power whatsoever. He doesn't have a power over you. Like You thinking that they have a power over you is an illusion. You are actually giving them the power they don't even know they have. Yeah, but you have to understand. Like, it's not easy to even understand that. Because it's it not easy. Is, I've been in a victim yeah. phase before. It's not easy, but let me tell you how to get out of that victim phase. How it worked, how it worked out for me. Mm-hmm. Being humble enough to be corrected by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like you feel justified in the way you feel. It's justifiable and it's valid. Obviously, it is. But how you're acting about it, mm-mm. you can do better than that. And having coming to the conclusion of that is not easy. It's hurtful for God to even say, oh, you need to be a survivor. Like, hey, excuse me, don't you like when you're creating me, didn't you know I was going to go through this? Like, why didn't you put in me that ability to be a survivor? But it's not even Jesus when he came and became human like at some point after you know after when he was rude to his parents like don't you know i'm about my father's business when they lost him to the temple right uh-huh. did you hear about jesus again no until he was 30 right mm-hmm. scholars have it that in during those years from 12 to 30 like how many years is those, are those 18 yeah mm-hmm. 18 years for 18 years he was being tuned to be who he, he was. Yeah, studying and everything. Yes, time studying the Bible, knowing who he was mm-hmm. in Christ, you know, his identity in God. Your identity too. Mm-hmm. Your identity, like knowing his identity in God. And that's why when he came, he was disruptor of the norm and not a conformer. Yeah. You know, because like when I read, when we when we talk about Jesus, we know he was God and he was man. But at the same time, remember when he was, he knew, he knew revelation and revelation came through time. 
and that's why you you see in the bible that sometimes he'd wake up early and retrieve retreat himself to just talk with god mm-hmm. that's like going back to your source where, where are you plugged in right mm-hmm. that's what is going to become part of you whatever mm-hmm. you plug into mm-hmm. so like like you even said walking in the shadow of the person of that offended you jesus said you are like a light who takes a lamp and put it under the table they put it over the table so it can shine for everybody yeah you're like a you're you're like a city on the mountain top right yeah and a city yesterday i was having this revelation and a city is not made by one house it's made out of many houses yeah. When you go to downtown, it's not one house. It's not one tower you see. It's many towers. What makes a downtown many uh, a downtown is its location and the concentration of buildings that have light around it. Mm-hmm. Right? Otherwise, it would be known as a village. <laughs> right? So if even God is saying you're a developed place, mm-hmm. let that sink in. Being in that victim state, does that, does that make you look developed? like emotionally psychologically like do you feel like you're going to develop yes you're going to develop in a victimhood but you are created in god's image and likeness so are you developing into that image no like that's when revelation comes in and acceptance of of what has happened Mm -hmm. like it's I always say it's not easy, but it's better mm-hmm. to live to leave that state because I'm always saying like when I'm talking about forgiveness, I always tell people that it's for your own good. Mm-hmm. Because when you see that it's for your own good, it's easier. When you actually heal for your own good, it's easy. Mm-hmm. When you do things for yourself, it's mm-hmm. easier and it's, it lasts longer than when you heal for somebody. Yes. So, Mm-hmm. It's permanent for you. Yeah. So when you do things, when you even when you are trying to go, through, if you have not even started going through that process, it's fine. But when people actually wants to forgive, but to forgive, you actually have to understand that it's for me, mm-hmm. it's for my benefit, it's good yeah. for me. So being in that state of being a victim, it's always going to hurt you. Yeah. You always you always be in constant pain. Yeah. It's like even your chest, like if it's you give it can even give you heart attack because you're always like because everybody deals with these things. If you're always like like always crying, stressing on all this thing, it leads to heart pain, all those mm-hmm. it can affect you physically too. So, so yeah. it's for your own good. I mm. and one last thing, therapy really helps. Oh, um, uh, uh, yes, no. It helps. It helps a lot. And another testimony, I finished my sessions. Ooh. Yeah, I had my last session last week. That's nice. And it reached like for a year now. I've like I've been going for therapy for six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this last year has been me sharing more of uh, like all my therapist like she says sparkle moments Mm -hmm. 
than dark moments mm. but she made me realize that it's the dark moments that make you realize the essence of the sparkle moments because you will not know the moment is sparkling unless yeah. it's in darkness right yeah 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 so with that said like it was more about me sharing like oh my god Darcia, this is what this is what happened like i stood up for myself i set a boundary and this person reacted like this and i was like nope you're not gonna treat me like that and she was like there you go I know yeah, you yeah, it to me yeah, they like, like I'm so happy for you you look so different <laughs> it's like yes and yesterday yeah. I went to to my physician and she was like you're glowing I said yeah I know I've been creating boundaries <laughs> <laughs> and that boundaries too it leads mm-hmm. to less of going through forgiveness stages like mm-hmm. creating boundaries like it helps with your mental health mm-hmm. so it leads it really it helps you to do less, less of forgiving and people hurting mm-hmm. you and because when people hurt mm-hmm. you you have to forgive but when you set good boundaries mm-hmm. because they, my child will tell me that okay you have you have a house for example you have you, you live in a house everybody lives in homes so mm-hmm. you won't just let everybody into your house right you have a yeah. door to check mm-hmm. who is coming in and you're like this person is a madman no close this person mm-hmm. I think this person is okay okay you are my friend come in mm-hmm. and so you have people that can come into your space, come into your life. So it's not everybody mm-hmm. that you should let in. And mm-hmm. even with people that you let in, if they don't respect your boundaries, that's fine. They should go away. They should yes. fly. <laughs> yeah. So you, you should not even be offended when you should not be not selfishness. It's even between selfishness and self-love. Mm-hmm. So because when you love yourself, you will have boundaries and that leads to less of forgiving and that helps your mental health. So mm-hmm. all those things, when you when people don't even respect your boundaries, it's okay. Let them go. Like they are not your friends. That's not free. Mm-hmm. A good friend will respect your boundaries. A good friend will tell the person, this is what I don't like. As far as it's not from a nasty 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 place. No, 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 like some of that nasty. Narcissistic. Yeah. Because I was actually dealing with them. Like, am I going? That, that feels so weird. Like, I would like mm-hmm. to do this. But they are like, no, that's different from being selfish or being narcissistic. narcissistic. Yeah. Like, my English. <laughs> Your English ultimate. <laughs> but yeah, so you should, you should set boundaries. Like, yeah. And yeah. like, when you're talking, one thing that came to mind is like narcissism. <laughs> is also like self-seeking so if you are surrounded by people who are self-seeking those are like they take from you they are takers mm. they're not givers yeah and like we discussed before you you get more by giving so you it should be a healthy competition on who is giving whom more not like oh i've given you this time so you have to give me this time no like who like pour into me as i pour into you mm-hmm. then our cups will never be empty mm-hmm you know and another thing you said um about um remind me before you talked about the narcissistic thing self-love selfishness yeah love is patient love is kind it does not keep track of evil so that means it's forgiving yeah yeah and boundaries there are types of boundaries there's rigid there's porous 
and there is healthy oh, you need to be in healthy you have to be in healthy boundaries because i think i had porous boundaries everybody can enter my membrane was very porous everybody can enter and when people hurt me so bad i felt like the need to now make rigid boundaries because that felt like at that time at that moment it felt like that's how i regained my strength mm-hmm. but in reality you're losing your strength because it's not healthy for you because you put rigid boundaries you'll even keep out the people that are meant to be there for mm-hmm. you yeah you know? and even talking about forgiveness and boundaries even like people talk about that in relationship but it also comes in boundaries know your negotiables and non-negotiables yes so it helps to set boundaries know your know your values and that helps with you knowing because your friends will actually not hurt you in some ways so you know who can be healthy for you who you can have in your life this kind of thing so it helps with this forgiveness of the thing so it's actually like intersecting all this stuff just just intersect between each other yes and one thing i want to say before we close this episode is i'm grateful for you ewa you are a really good friend like you. you know like our our women of zion when we pray like I was talking to a person about this and I was telling them how I'm so grateful for you women because like you've made me more confident in who I not like I was less confident but you've made me rea- like how they say bloom into my actual confidence Aww. you know I was, a, I was a facade of my confidence when you see me you think I'm confident but it's maybe a facade because I fear right mm-hmm. or i'm i'm acting my faith out mm-hmm. but with you guys i became part of my the acting of my faith out that i actually became that person right mm-hmm. <laughs> because like for context like we're a group of women and we pray together and <laughs> like sometimes a person will say okay this is how this scripture means to me and somebody will be like no like the revelation I have is different <laughs> and this is why and you will not sense any form of offense from the person that that just got disagreed on right mm-hmm. they're actually like oh so what do you mean and then they'll be like no this is where I was coming from and then they will chatter or chatter or chatter meanwhile as they are listening we're li- okay we're like we're listening to both sides we're seeing what's coming off <laughs> but you will never see it in a way that one deems the other person's light it's like the more they speak to one another and their disagreement the more they get the revelation and they land on the same page. Yeah, we actually like, yeah, it's not bad to like this, like disagree to agree because it's not yeah. part of life. But some people, they get offended. Like we, it's, that's a level topic of this. So like, that's a topic of another day. <laughs> but yeah, but thank you so much for that. Lindsay. Yeah, no, like it's, it's important to surround yourself with people that are healthy. Yeah. And everybody needs therapy, please. Yeah. And today I was doing um, a devotional with one of my friends. And part of it, we're talking about, uh, was it uh, Matthew 7, chapter 15 to 20, about false prophets. Mm. And that you know them by, and this person was talking about false prophets not only come in the form of, um, 
pastors but also the friends that you come with mm-hmm. because they're sheep they're like sheep they're like wolves in sheep clothing mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. even the friend that come and he was like take time to learn their pattern mm-hmm. because and he was talking about the quality of the fruit like what kind of fruit do they bear mm-hmm. like sometimes the tree may look good but look at the fruit it bears. Mm, it just it just reminds me of something. Mm. Like not by their gift you know them, but their, by their fruit you know them. Yes, because so, yeah, it's not by speaking in tongues. Like it's good to do that. Mm-hmm. Like speaking in tongues, pre- um, prophesying, all those. We have Christians that does that. But it's by our fruits, that's joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Oh, so all those things is what create love in us yes so our the fruit of the spirit the, the church of Colossians or is it Corinthians yeah mm. they had a lot of gifts but they were still having issues yeah but, but it's by our fruits like that's why all those things are they are the fruit of the spirit not by the gift of the spirit so exactly friends and when you know like people still confuse that verse the fruits of the spirit it's not fruit it's a fruit yeah fruit. so it's also it's also no you didn't make a mistake no i'm just talking to the people that mm-hmm. listen don't go for quantity but quality because a yeah. person may have many fruits but all of them are bad <laughs> and just you can have just one friend you don't even need to have a lot of friends like in it's friendship true. like as far as you have someone giving you peace of mind making you happy being kind to you being good to you being faithful mm-hmm. being gentle with you we are good like you are you're in a happy place. <laughs> yes. Don't be jealous of people that have 10,000 friends. Like, you don't know what they're going through. Just be happy with, be content with what you have. Be content yes. with your friend. Like, my inner circle is small, but I love it. Yeah. Because I know, like, if I come to you, I know you you go a mile for me. And I know I will do the same for you. If I go to Tara... Mm-hmm. I know Tara would give me a kidney or she, if she doesn't want to give me a kidney, she will help me find one or help me find <laughs> one. Nancy. Nancy will fight for me. She even fights me in the sense that she will shake me to see myself. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, she will fight for me in that even if I'm coming in my own way, she's willing to beat me out until <laughs> I come out of my own way. Do you get? Mm-hmm. And it's not something that came on first it's something you cultivate everything that is good comes with um, seed time and harvest and time we need to always be patient with the time period because people want to seed time harvest no it's seed time yeah then have yourself like forgiveness even with yourself be patient with it it's a journey healing process it's gradual yes like that seed time and harvest, like time. Because after that time, that time, you can take one year and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Two years and it's okay. Just as far as you are learning, it's that's mm-hmm. as far as you understand and you accept that you want to heal, that's a good step on it. So when you harvest it, when you see yourself after that time, you're like, oh my God, is this yeah. me? I have one revelation about the seed time harvest. You know, when you plant a seed, it has to die for it to sprout mm-hmm. and give you a multiplication of what you planted mm-hmm. so when you're going to be friends with somebody and it's a healthy friendship 
the bad parts of you will need to die. Mm-hmm. Right? And it will take time, but you will harvest the best thing. Best yeah. Good yourself. friendship brings out the best in you. When you, are seeing, you. when you are not seeing the best of yourself in your friends, then that's not a good friendship. And that's I'm not a good friendship to have. So, with you guys. Yeah. So, guys, that's it for today. And we haven't finished the questions, so we'll do a part two. Okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> and yeah, just let us know. Please, I encourage you to send message message notes, voice notes. Yeah. Uh, the link will be in the description so we can talk about what we just talked about. Share your opinion. Is there any advice you need? So when I listen to it, I can pray for it before I can give you any advice. Mm-hmm. And for closing remarks, when you are forgiving another person, it's very important. It's more like a commandment, not a, a, a choice because it's good for you. Yes, you have the choice and the will, just like in any other commandments. You have a choice and will to not lie, to not kill, mm-hmm. to not, you know. But at the end of the day, you breaking them is detrimental to you, not God. Yeah, so another thing, yeah. Sorry? So I'll just, I'll just say the commandment is good for you. Yes. It's created to protect, you know, to... Harm you. To, yeah, harm you. And then the benefits of forgiveness is emotionally you're healthy. Like Ewa mm-hmm. said, you breathe. You get to breathe. <laughs> you get to enjoy yourself. Psychologically, like from my testimony, you heal from any mental illnesses that you may have. Um, physical benefits, you glow. <laughs> and right like a diamond there you go <laughs> and then yeah you become yourself and in yeah, this unravel with Kanrama is more like unraveling myself how am I becoming myself how am I becoming who God saw me and what is coming to my heart is like El Roy remember mm-hmm. God sees you so who does God see you as, and are you standing in the way of that with your unforgiveness? Think about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you from somebody that was not forgiving of their father and somebody that loves their father now and will do anything for that man, right? Though sometimes I know send, <laughs> I'll not lie to you, but I'll do I'll do anything in my power as long as I'm not putting myself in harm's way to make sure he's fine, mm. right? And that's the beauty of forgiveness. It makes you a, a cheerful giver. And the best thing that can ever happen to you is being a cheerful giver before God loves a cheerful giver, right? So that's it, folks. And Ewa, do you have anything to say? Please listen, subscribe, follow, share, and yeah that's it yeah and just a short prayer um father in the mighty name of jesus i am that i am mighty man of battle we come before you for our listeners father as we unravel who you saw us to be in jeremiah 
you talk about that before we're formed in our mother's womb, you knew us, you set us apart and anointed us. And Father, may we walk in the revelation of that verse mm-hmm. and that we may forgive those people that have made us stand in the way of the revelation of that verse mm-hmm. on our lives. Mm-hmm. That we may become who you have sent us to be. Mm-hmm. That we may walk in our anointedness and that you may set us apart mm-hmm. for your glory. That we may become that city on the mountain hill Amen. that is not deemed by unforgiveness Amen. in jesus name we pray amen. amen have a blessed and wonderful day have a blessed day everybody thank you thank you thank you sensei mm-hmm. you're welcome <laughs>